something that I hear a lot of women, you know, oh my God, I'm going to come on this speaking engagement or on this in-person event. I have to lose weight. They're concentrating so much instead of just enjoying, you know, who they are. I do that as well. But you know what? No, I have all these amazing opportunities coming up. I'm not going to wait until I lose weight or until whatever is that, you know, comes to us. What up, Style Nation? Welcome to your last podcast of 2022, Deuces and Deuces. I am so excited to be here. Today's episode is a from the heart, and it's a little bit of a compilation end of year idea that I had. So what I decided to do um, with today's episode is I wanted to share an episode that I was on, on one of my client and friends podcasts, Clarita Escalante. She has her own podcast called The Clarita Escalante Show. It's a bilingual podcast, both in English and in Spanish. And I was on her show and we just had a really juicy conversation, right? So we've been friends for a while. She's actually been on my show before. Um, And she'd asked me to style her for an event God, I think it was like over the summer heading into September. And we had a really good conversation around this because Clarita, like myself, like all of my clients, love to go really, really deep. And she wanted to really not just talk about like how great she felt in the outfit, but how she was able to make impact and how she was able to focus on her energy type instead of her body type and all the work that we did together. And I thought that that was really amazing. And sometimes, you know, you do podcasts and you're like, fuck, that sucked, and, but done over perfect. And then sometimes you show up and you're like, fuck, that was an amazing conversation. So I reached out to her and I said, hey, I'd love to share that episode on my podcast because I thought it was really, really good episode. And I've been thinking about this episode and I've, we've had this planned out, oh, I don't know, for a couple months now. And I was debating on when I was going to drop that episode. But if you follow along in the stories, I just had my very first mammogram last week. And oh, I have the chills. The reason that I decided to drop this episode and drop it now, because part of Clarita's magic and a part of why I want to share this story and why it's so juicy is that Clarita goes deep, right? She's a trans transformational, nutritional, holistic health coach, but she's also a cancer survivor, right? We talk about that on the podcast, and she talks about how getting dressed every day is part of her regimen of her holistic health plan, right? It's not just eating good and exercising and hydrating. She also, she's a fashion lover, always has been, and she taps into the energy of her clothes. So when her and I collaborated and styled her for a couple of events, we got to go really, really deep and we got to really, really tap into those deep, deep parts of her, right? And it's so amazing. So when I was thinking about this episode and I was like, oh, this is so great. You know, she's a podcast host and she's a cancer survivor. She's created her own journals. She has this super fucking cool bilingual podcast. And I really want to share that episode, right? And we talk about feeling good every single day, no matter what that is. And then I went and got my first mammogram. And as I was prepping for it, I had all the fucking feelings. And I was like, wow, like, Clarita went through this experience. I'm going through this 
well, hers ended with a cancer diagnosis that she's beat and all the way she shares all the time, all the ways she's beat it. I know all these women who've gone through and you have all these different outcomes, right? And everyone handles it different. I just got my first one. I have no results back. We're manifesting all positivity. However, uh, my grandmother got breast cancer when I was a kid. So it's pretty prevalent. I know it's not a death sentence. Um, I know it can be. But that's the point is it kicks up a lot of fucking feelings. So I wanted to take a few minutes at the beginning of this episode and just share my experience because I want to advocate, well, advocating with the medical community is something that's near and dear to my heart um, and our family with one of our kids. And it's not fucking easy. It's also near and dear to my heart as a entrepreneur that's in a household of two entrepreneurs and we've had to really look at what healthcare means for us and how we can set it up so it's financially abundant for our family. So I wanted to share my experience. I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the feelings that come up and then ultimately just inspire you to advocate for yourself and where you're at. Okay. That being said, cancer screenings are never fun. And I've been getting colonoscopies since I was in my 30s um, on how to get my appendix taken out, and which is a cancer screening. That's what a colonoscopy is. But we only associate with, oh, you got to get a colonoscopy. You're going to shit your pants. You can't eat. Like all that dumbass shit that comes with it. And it's really just not that bad. Now, and I'm using this as an example, right? Um, Because before you do anything, it sounds fucking terrible. And in society, we like to play this game where we love to share how bad something is. I think it's how we process our feelings. But we don't regularly share how good things are because we connect for some reason. It's like, what's the weather today? Oh, it's raining. Oh, my life sucks. I'm miserable. You know, what's the thing that everyone always says when, oh, live in the dream? Like the fake ass conversations that we have with humans on a daily basis. But then this is how we start to form deep beliefs that we live our lives by are these negative interactions that we have on a regular fucking basis. If you've been listening to the show for any amount of time now, which I hope you have, um, thank you very much. If you're new, welcome. Go back and listen to some more episodes starting, let's see, this is December. So go back and start at least with the December lifestyle edit so you can get caught up. But I've been talking a lot as we head into the new year. And I've been saying like, December is not a stressful month for me. I don't know why it's just not. December's a dreamy month for me because maybe it's because I'm a fucking overachiever. Enneagram three, and I spend the other 11 months of the year fucking being stressed out. So when December comes, I'm like, woo, I know I got two weeks in the back of this month that I am going to not do anything. And I'm really good at letting myself not do anything. And my kids are going to be home. And I'm usually really good around creating space when they are home. Yes, it's stressful to buy presents and shit like that, but we've worked out a system over the years and I've got it down, right? So as we're in December, I've really been thinking about what do I really want out of what comes next? What comes after this hibernation? What comes after this winter and we go into spring? Like, what does that look like for me? And like I said, if you've been listening, I've been talking a lot about living this quantum, juicy, vibrant, mega iconic life, which is devoid of conformity and mediocrity. And I'm saying that all for a reason, because I want today to share my mammogram experience 
in a way to inspire you that you don't have to conform and you don't have to do anything mediocre, mediocre, or how the fuck, mediocrity, but be mediocre and play small. So what I'm saying about like the mammograms, the colonoscopies, all these cancer screenings that we have in our society is I feel like people throw out the worst sides of it and then we start to build these beliefs around what it means. And then like, you know, we don't want to take care of our bodies because it's scary and it's hard. So the mammograms coming up. My first thought is why the fuck did I cancel schedule this when I'm on Christmas break with my kids? This sucks. (laughs) It's not for like Christmas break material. Now, granted, it's the first week, right, before the mammogram itself is the week before actual Christmas. And I did it on purpose because I never did one before. I didn't know how long it was going to take. And I just wanted it to be during a week where I knew I didn't have a lot of work planned already. But what I'm really on here to say is that I had so many feelings going into this around. It was going to hurt because everyone told me it hurt. You put your boobs in a plate, they smash the shit out of them. Oh my God, this is what, like, for the rest of my life, right? I'm 40 now. Well, I'm almost 42, but, you know, I'm in my 40s. I gotta get a mammogram. Ugh. And then for me, the big, big one is not that I'm not scared of cancer, because of course I'm scared of cancer, it is the results in general, right? But the big one for me is I love my fucking boobs. <laughs> love them. They are the one part of my body that has not forsaken me yet. <laughs> through childbirth and getting older and all of gate why can I talk today weight gain covid like all the things my booms have just stayed tried and true I love them I love you ladies you ladies are amazing so a lot came up for me right because I was like what if I did get negative results like I know it's not a death sentence I know women you know handle this in many different ways but I was like dude I don't know what I would do Like, I don't know what I would do. And I'm not even putting that energy out there because I still don't know what I would do. So while my point of sharing is, like, there's so many fucking feelings and you might be having these same feelings too, right? It's fucking scary. But at the end of the day, health is above everything else in my life, right? Health, my personal health is above my family. It's above my business, wealth, all of it. My health is number one priority. Mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. Number one priority. So yes, I think getting cancer screenings is important and I wanted to do that. So I meditated on it. I've been meditating like crazy. I've been manifesting like crazy lately and it's been going amazing. So I meditated on it this morning that, you know, the stories that we hear in society, if I don't conform and believe all the other things that are happening in society, why do I have to conform or to believe that this experience is going to be just as shitty as the other experiences that I know that are not true? As I literally have created daily baby micro steps, I'm creating a life that feels amazing and that some people don't understand, right? So I really is meditating on this and I get in there and I just want to share my experience to encourage anyone who and share my hot tips on mammograms because, you know, we're going to get good bras and style those babies. So um, to inspire you to A, go get it checked and done if you need to get it done. I want to do some myth busting. And then I just want to share a little story around not conforming. So first, let's start with the story around not conforming. And I'm opening it up because this is something that's really been near and dear in my heart lately. And without my own uh, mentor or support system around this, I don't think I would be navigating it as well and as clear. So 
the mentoring, the not conforming piece. So my husband and I are both entrepreneurs, which means we do not have health care provided to us by a corporation outside of our home. So when it came down to this, we had to make some decisions and have some conversations around what does healthcare look like for us. So we currently are working with a direct primary care physician, which has been amazing. If you're local, go visit Defiant Primary Care. Uh, Christina is thebomb.com. Tell her I uh, sent you. And secondly, and she's helped me a ton with this. Secondly, we've decided to go with a health sharing plan, right? So we put money in a health sharing pot once a month to go towards our medical bills should they hit over a certain amount of money. And then we do self-pay for all those things like our mammogram and things like that. I don't know what this looks like. I don't know what this looks like in the future. I only know what it looks like for my current health and my past health. But so far, it's been amazing. We've had amazing experience. We do some other things on the back end to pay for our own healthcare expenses. So what I'm saying, what I want to open this up to is if you are thinking about starting a business and this is something um, that's stopping you or blocking you or anything, if you're planning to make a life change and you're really considering your health insurance, DM me on Instagram. I will share with you my experience and the things I've done to help you. So at Katie Allen Stylist. So that in and of itself is something I'm already thinking about as I head into this. I already know how much it's going to cost. I've already talked to my doctor, you know, made all the plans and everything, but it's not normal. Meaning that the first thing they ask you for is your insurance card. And every single time I go to a doctor's office, there's always this, and it could be perceived on my end, but there's always this weirdness that comes with like, oh, you're not, you don't have an insurance card. And then they're like, hey, Barb, do you have the self-pay sheet? You know, like it's a whole thing because they're not doing it all day, every day. And it like kicks up my shit a bit when I have to like take a deep breath and remember why I'm doing what I do and why I've chose to do what I do and that I don't have to follow the rules. I'm allowed to create this life for myself. And that was step one. So then step two is she asks me, okay, so which mammogram do you want to get? There's a 2D and there's a 3D. Well, if you ask me, 3D seems like it's going to be better than 2D. And I'm like, well, which one is quicker, easier, or more fun? <laughs> like Those are my exact words. And she laughed. And I was like, no, I'm fucking dead serious. And she's like, well, the 3D is more comprehensive. Um, and generally, you know, it's newer technology, which is what I was meditating on, right? I was like, I'm sure there's better technology than the old flattening of the boobs and the plates. And I said, okay, well, I'll pay for that one, right? So I paid extra for that one through the self-pay. Good to go. When I tell you that the mammogram was nothing like I thought it was going to be, it was nothing like I thought it was going to be. Now, I don't know if it's because of 3D, because it's my first experience and I can only share what I went through, but my 3D experience was amazing. I was in and out of the whole entire appointment in 15 minutes. Okay. And that was also because I was chatting to the technician that was doing it. And she was asking me about my business and getting styled and we were making plans for the spring. So the appointment wouldn't even have lasted that long, except for I was really trying to manifest this really good experience. And I manifested a great partner to help me navigate this. So we were a little chatty and, you know, I'm chatty. So 15 minutes fully done in, out, 
easy fucking peasy. And when I say like, it just didn't hurt, it didn't hurt. And like, shout out to all my moms on here. If you've given birth, I mean, shit, if you've been to the dentist, it's easier to get a mammogram than it is to go to the dentist, in my opinion. It's easier than a pap smear. It's fucking definitely easier than childbirth, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can do that, even with drugs, I've done it both ways. It's really just not that bad. 15 minutes in and out. Like I said, I had the 3D one. So what I'm sharing with you and the inspiration and the advocation that I want to share here with you is if you are up for your mammogram and you're 40 or over, whatever your doctor recommends, because I think they're constantly changing the guidelines, do your research. Don't just pick whoever your doctor says to go to. You are allowed to pick whatever imaging breast center you want to visit, right? I did... I worked this through with my doctor. I picked a couple of different places. I did the research on who I wanted to go to, first and foremost, before I even showed up. Then I knew that the place I was going to was a place that valued technology and service, and like the patient service above all else. I had amazing reviews, so I picked them for that. Then when I got in there today, I made the choice of upgrading, so to speak, to the technology that I knew was going to be more beneficial to me. I equated it to, speaking of having kids, like the 3D ultrasound versus, I guess, the regular one, right? Like, it's radically fucking different. So I wanted to pay the extra money to get that done. I, in my gut, knew it was going to be a better experience. So I said, absolutely. So do your research on your imaging centers. Do your research on the technology that they have. Are you able to do a 3D? And then manifest the fucking shit out of awesome fucking people and results. Like I said, I'm on the front end of this journey. So I have no idea. Like we're su- we're assuming we're putting into the energy prepaving amazing results in a regular routine checkup. But what I really wanted to share with you is that it was so much easier. It did not hurt. Like people are, like is it uncomfortable to stand naked from the waist up and like have your arm up and like they like squish your boob just to hold it in spot not really to like flatten it but just to hold it in place for the 3d imaging like it's uncomfortable because like that doesn't sound as fun as going to go grab coffee with your friends but it did not fucking hurt so she told me at the end of it she's like it wasn't and i went and i was nervous and i told her and she said okay well now you gotta go tell 10 of your friends who need to get their mammograms that's really not that bad like this is something that we can do to prevent or to early detection right And I said, done. I said, I have a podcast. I'm going to talk about it on the podcast because this was amazing. And then just based on my own history with um, medical community, always advocate for yourself. Ask questions. Do your research. Find out. You know, sometimes technology can be amazing. Sometimes it's not. In this case, I think it is. Um, Just do your research. Find out. You don't have to go to the doctor that your doctor tells you to go to. You don't have to go to the doctor that your mom or your sister went to. You are allowed to pick and go to whoever the fuck you want to go to. Just go. Just go, just go, just go. All right. That's my soapbox today on mammograms. We're like 18 minutes into it, and I didn't even touch the vanity part. I am obsessed. I know I'm a vain person, but I also know I'm deeper than the fucking ocean, right? I know, and we all are this, a walking embodiment of the and, right? We can be two things that conflict at the same time. But advocating for ourselves and what we need is something that we can never compromise on. So you don't need permission, but in case you do, because I know I always do, if you need the reminder, 
You are allowed to advocate for yourself. You go schedule the exam with who you want to get it to. And you can do the research on the technology to make it as comfortable and easy and painless and quick as you need. I mean, literally 15 minutes. I don't even think I can get in and out the fucking Chick-fil-A line that quick. (laughs) Are we even going to Chick-fil-A in 2023? Not sure. But point made. All right, ladies. I hope you enjoy today's episode with Clarita Escalante, and we talk all things fashion, all things mental, spiritual, emotional, wellness, and how to use the clothes that you adorn your body in every day to get to that place that you desire to be so that you can advocate, so that you can do the things. So enjoy listening today to today's episode. If you love it, if you feel inspired, share it with a friend. It's the quickest, easiest way that you can help me spread the podcast and support the podcast. If you are interested, I didn't talk about it too much much on today's episode, but all these things that we talked about really encompassing like your squad and the people you're around. I will be launching a private community for my podcast listeners and anyone who wants to join who's ready to squad up and live a non-conforming lifestyle that's magical for just you only 2023. Spring 2023, I will be opening up that community for membership. So if you want to get on the wait list and stay up to date on what's going on with the Style Squad community, go to katiejuststyled.com backslash squad. And if you're like, yeah, this is all amazing, but I'm ready to get these tatas styled, Hit me up on Insta at Katie Allen Stylist. Or if you're just like a quick action taker like myself, go schedule a call. Let's hop on a call. Let's see if you really think of it's a good fit. Share all the things. You can schedule a call on the website, katiejustyled.com. All right, ladies. I'll see you on the other side in 2023. I am so excited for today's episode. I have Katie Allen. And oh, Katie, you have been such an amazing... Oh, I, I I don't even know what word to use, but it's like an angel. Oh, <laughs> an you. angel to me. You have been my stylist. And oh my God, you literally took my my... Literally my style to the next level. Thank you so much. You're like an angel. I love when we talk and when we connect from the very first time, just podcasting and talking. Like you always give me the cool, calm vibes. You uh, let me step in and be my uh, best self. So thank you for trusting me on your journey. It's been amazing. Oh, it has been amazing on my part as well. Just, um, just working with you. You have such an amazing energy, and I just love your work. And I'll let you expand a little bit more. But I love the work that you do because um, nothing wrong with other stylists; <laughs> they're amazing as well. But what I love about you is that you. Um, First, look at our clothes that we have in our closet. Try to utilize um, that clothes that we have. That doesn't mean that you you don't have to buy anything. I mean, new items. But I love how you first go into our closet, utilize the items that we have. Because you mentioned something really interesting to me. You said, yes, 
that clothes, it's um, you're used to seeing them. You're used to having them in your closet. You already purchased them with an idea and you have this idea already, but then you come in and it's new clothes to you mm-hmm. and then you get to really um, ask us and guide us and said, Hey, do, I mean, do you ever thought about putting this with this one on? And you're like, Oh no. <laughs> so you come in from a fresh um, perspective. So that is so amazing. And, um, not too long ago, I was, um, one of the speakers on the powerhouse event and it was such an amazing experience. And I mean, I look amazing. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> Yeah, with the help of you. And I was not the only one that that said that everyone, like literally I walk in with a different outfit and you and I talk about that. And they were like, oh, hi, hi. And then when I walk on stage, I completely change. And everyone was like, oh my God, look at that suit. I mean, everyone was like telling me where I got it, you know, all of this. And obviously I was just sharing you all over the place. Ah, thank you. It was made for you. And I love that story because before we even got on the call, I was just doing some little research and I was like just shopping. And I think that's the part. And I mean, I can back up and introduce myself in a second. I think that's the part that I love about styling so much is for me, it's really the person. And then when I see the clothes, like I see the person in the clothes. So like if I'm shopping for one client and I'm very specifically looking for something for them, but as you're going through that process, like other things might pop up and you're like, oh, that's not this client. That's this person. And I'll never forget because we hadn't even gotten on the phone yet. And I saw that suit and I saved it. And I was like, this is the suit. And then when we went and it was out of stock on some of the sizes and we were like, oh my God. And you were like, I'm just going to try it anyway. And it worked out. And it was just made for you. It was made for that event. It was made for you. It was made for the energy and message that you had that day. And that is why I really like styling is because it's not about just shopping, just a shop. If I'm honest, shopping is probably my least favorite part. My favorite part is the styling. And the styling to me is getting to know the person, looking at the clothes that they already have, like really bringing their personality forward with it. Like that's so much more powerful than just like walking in the mall and just like buying pretty things just to buy them because that's not styling. That That's filling a hole. Like what we were doing was like solving a problem and tapping intentionally to energy for you, for that event, for who you are, for your message, for the gifts that you are sharing with so many other women by inspiring, showing up and saying, you are allowed to wear this bright suit and be seen. Oh my God. And it was a bright suit. And let me tell you a little background on me. I, I have so many black stuff. I think all my closet, it's almost black. And when I was thinking of a suit, because I, I mentioned it to you, I said, I want to wear a suit. I want to feel powerful and I want to feel confident. And when you showed me the suit, I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I am not wearing that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And it was just so weird because it grew on me. And when I walk into the in that into that stage, I was like, yeah, look at me. You know, I look good. <laughs> it's that for me, it's just like that. That was the feeling, right? You had to be really powerful. Speaking on stage is kind of a stretchy goal, right? It's always nerve-wracking. Yeah. I mean, every time I record a podcast, it's nerve-wracking. And I've been recording podcasts for three years. So like 
you got to stretch also what you're wearing to match that stretchy goal that we're hitting so that you can physically, not just mentally, like connect to like, I am up leveling. I am doing this thing and I am allowed to do it. And you know what? Fashion um, have always done that to me. I feel like when I have, when I'm wearing the right clothes, I feel confident. Mm-hmm. And even if it, if on the inside, you know, I'm lagging a little bit behind, but on the outside, I feel confident. And and then I felt like that day, you know, when I put on that suit, I was like, wow, yes, this was was made for me. And then, you know, I was nervous. Obviously, I was going to talk in front of almost 500 women. And, but, you know, once I just, not that I needed the confirmation of others, but once everyone was like, wow, your outfit, it's amazing, your suit. Then that gave me that little extra um, confidence, that boost in order to align myself, you know, and be, you know what? I can do this. Yeah. Like my hands will stop shaking just a little bit. (laughs) Uh, I was sweating profusely. (laughs) (laughs) I should have told you. So we should have got some pit pads to put in there because you can put like, they almost are like little maxi pads that you can put in suits and shirts when you're speaking that will like catch some of the sweat next time. Um, And put a link to provide me with the link so we can put it on the show notes. Uh, Send it over to me because I, those pads would be amazing that day. I sweat like I just finished a marathon or something like that. Oh, all the time. I do it all the time. Anytime I'm doing something stretchy. And I think, so this is honestly something I got from one of my favorite Peloton workout people on my Peloton app. (laughs) She said, you're I I just, I got a Peloton. You you need to let me know who you recommend and all of that. We'll talk behind the (laughs) the scenes. (laughs) But she said, you're a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time. And that's how I feel like you can use styling. So like that day, you are a masterpiece. You're allowed to show up and be that woman and share your journey with so many other women and speak in front of 500 people. And the inside part of you that's a little nervous is allowed to know that it's a work in progress at the same time. And I think that's the fun thing about fashion is it helps you connect in the both of those things because they feel very opposite so like you said it was that boost that you needed it's like oh man i'm so nervous but physically when i look down at myself it's the reminder so you got both things going on at once and i think that's part of the magic that i just like to go so deep into that that's why i love styling i so love much. it i love it because even i utilize that in in my journey to health it's like how can we find that middle ground where you are so grateful for where you are where you are, but still, um, wanting this, uh, to accomplish this goal, you know, either if it's lose weight or whatever is that your goal, like, you know, being grateful where you are, but always looking to improve and up leveling yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you said to me, um, that I want to share. Hopefully you don't mind that you said to me that I remember on one of our messages that we were sharing back and forth. And you were like, this experience has been amazing because I don't have to work. I don't have to work a lot harder. I don't have to lose weight. I don't have to do anything that wasn't aligned with me. I got to put on clothes and wear clothes for the body that I'm in right now. And I think it really connects back to that health journey, right? Because like, if you do have a goal weight or you do have a goal of running faster in your marathon or eating more vegetables every week, all of those things are like habits that sometimes can take a long time to actually create. 
but putting on those clothes and just allowing yourself to receive wearing that thing, that was an instant gratification. And sometimes we need that boost, that instant gratification so that we can hit some of those long-term goals. So I would never forget. I know where I was sitting when you said that. And I was like, you said it so perfectly. And I love that so much. Yes, because two things. One, I think we spend a lot of time in, in the past and in the future, you know, oh, when this happens, then I'll wear that clothes or then I'll do whatever is, it needs to be done. And I'm, I do that as well. But now I have the awareness and I spend less time on it every single time of, you know what? No, I have all these amazing opportunities coming up. I'm not going to wait until I lose weight or until whatever is that, you know, comes to us. And I'm just using the weight example because that is something that I hear a lot of women, you know, oh my God, I'm going to come on this speaking engagement or on this in-person event. I have to lose weight. They're concentrating so much instead of just enjoying, you know, who they are. And I'm not saying they don't start a journey to health, but why not just celebrate our bodies the way that they are right now? And one of the things that I love about you was that I was so occupied with the speaking engagement and preparation and all of the things that I have going on. And you made this experience so pleasant, so easy, Oh, not even, I didn't, I wasn't even stressed about it, to be honest with you, because I knew you were working behind the scenes. You were working um, literally behind the scenes, gathering all of this amazing clothes. And, and I was going to be ready. You know, I didn't have to worry about that. I knew exactly what I was going to wear. You and I discussed that. And obviously we did went back and forward, but it was one less thing that I had to be worried about. Yeah. It's a big deal. And I tell people all the time, like we get amazing opportunities, or even if you get invited to a big personal event, like a wedding or a birthday, a 40th birthday, a 50th birthday, after the excitement of like, oh my God, I got to do it. Or this thing's coming up. The very next thought is like, oh crap, I have nothing to wear. <laughs> and that's, that's real. Like I was even talking to a mutual friend of ours whose kid just went to college and she was going through a lot of emotions around this life change. And she was like, but you know what really helped me? I didn't have to worry about what I was going to wear. Like I knew what I could wear that day to feel good in my body as I was, you know, put, letting my first kid go away to college. So it can be a special event. It can be just a life moment. It can be a personal family thing, or it can be speaking on a stage in front of 500 people. It's a way to like really ground into yourself and feel good right now. I love habits. I love goals. I mean, I'm a goal-oriented overachiever, but sometimes we need a win. <laughs> we need a simple win right now today. And I think that's one of the missing things why we're all got our eye on the future is like this win today. And it helps me because I struggle with this. I'm sure you and probably some of the other ladies listening, like I struggle being present in the moment because I am looking forward a lot or thinking about the way things I've done in the past that m maybe I messed up or God, why'd I say that? And when I have an outfit on that makes me feel like me, I can be nowhere but in that outfit. Like that day, you couldn't be anywhere but in that suit. You had to be present in that moment because it was also stretching you a little bit, right? So you had to be open to people saying, oh my God, I love the suit and experiencing powerhouse for everything it was and being as present as you can be when you're doing something that big. Yes. And you said something so important, like 
I feel like when we're wearing the right clothes, we feel that energy. We feel good. We don't even think about, you know, the losing amount, losing X amount of pounds, or I don't like this part of my body, or I don't know anything else. People are looking at me or what are they thinking? You don't think nothing because you are so excited and you're just loving the way that you're looking, that you're looking at that time. And I think that's why you your services are so important. I highly recommend them to everyone because it would allow you to feel good every single day, not just in those special moments, but you come, you get to come from a a different perspective, a fresh start and see, you know, our body type, um, everything, you know, our energy, not just, you know, the size that like, yeah, it was the question you asked, but you asked so many other questions that were so important, you know, and I feel like that is the part that we're, lo- that we're not focusing, which is one of the most important ones. And um, we're focusing only on the size. <laughs> and sometimes we're stuck in, in our old ways, you know, of wanting to oh look a certain way or wear a certain clothes that no longer serve us because we're no longer that person. Yeah, that's so true. The size for me, well, it's just a data point. I just need to know what size you are. So if I'm shopping for the suit, do we need a 12 or do we need an eight? Like, I, is it in stock? <laughs> That's the only reason I need your size. And I just offer that to anyone who's listening. It's just a data point for you to use. It's a tool to just say, hey, I'm online shopping. What size do I pick? That's it. Like, what color do I like? And then now what size do I need it in? Um, but that's it. Like in the sizing thing. And what you just said is like, you're not that person. So I, I have this conversation a lot because the weight comes up a lot. And I get that a lot. Well, should I work with you now? Or should I work with you after I lose the weight? It seems kind of silly to buy new clothes or invest in your services. If I don't have the clothes that I um, want to wear and things like that, but it can really get you to that point, right? Like it can really help you step into that energy and feel good now because exactly what you said is like I don't have to do anything different like I don't have to lose the weight like I can just appreciate where I'm at right now and chances are like I've gained 20 pounds in COVID I have some clothes that don't fit me well COVID has lasted for three years and I have grown exponentially not just physically mentally emotionally spiritually in three years if I ever get back to that size, I bet you I won't even want to wear those clothes because I'm not that woman. I've evolved. And I think that's what a lot of people, what happens like with our closets, sometimes that feeling is very real where we're like, I just want to slash and burn my closet. I want to take it to the ground. I hate everything I wear. And it's because we don't let our closet evolve with us. Every day we are growing, we're changing, we're learning. And I'm not saying shop every day by any means, but learn yourself and know that if this thing is serving you and then a year from now, you've done a bunch of work, maybe that shirt isn't you anymore. Maybe you've evolved out of it and that's okay. And the same thing with the sizing is like when people are like, oh, hold on to these pants because I paid a lot of money for them. That's fine. And and I totally understand that. I respect that and I get it. But by the time you get back to that weight, all the work you do to get back, all the mindset shifts you've shifted to get back, quote unquote, to that weight, are you even that woman anymore? Pay that, pay that forward and share it with the next woman who is that woman right now and show her 
the possibility for who she could be in two steps. Like, cause you're just two steps ahead of her. So just show her what her possibility is too. Oh, thank you so much for expanding on that because I mean, in, I have been with people that have, there has been something so cute, but because it's not their size, because it's a size higher, they won't get it. Mm-hmm. And to me, that blows my mind. And and I'm just like, oh my God, get it. It looks cute. Like you said, the num is just the number, it's you know? Number. It's just the number. And in I'll share like our incident that we had when we order the the outfit. So I order in size six, but the pants were only available in size four. And I was just like, screw it. I'm just gonna order it and see if I fit on him. And, um, and we were laughing about it and yes, I did fit on the size four, but it literally, I don't even think they were size four, yeah. <laughs> four size six. I mean, I don't know, it, but it, you know, that can mess with your, with your head too. You know, the, the number, if you focus on, I really don't care, mm-hmm. but, um, it, yeah, that can really mess up with your head and just, like not being able to get the things that you really like because a size is telling you not to get it or yes. Yeah. And I have two answers for that. I have like the fact answer and the emotional answer for that. The logical answer is sizing is not regulated in the clothing industry globally, not regulated, right? So a size four, uh, ASOS and a size four and Burberry, Tom Ford, or Express, name a brand. I'm just picking brands out of the air, are all different and they can measure different in inches. And even this, like the size four that you bought, we're mass producing clothes, right? We're not couture clothes aren't made to fit your body. They're off the rack. They're cutting these pants and making them all at one time. If you take a stack of paper and you cut it, that paper shifts ever so slightly. And then the piece on the bottom and the piece on the top are different, even though they were cut at the same time and they're quote unquote using the same pattern cut. They're different. And we'll say they're all size four, but one size four is going to be bigger and one size four is going to be smaller. And whether it's a four or 12 or 24, it doesn't matter. That happens every single time. So just know that it's not standardized. And what's a 10 in one brand can be a you know, two, not really that bad, but a six in another brand. Um, So that's my first piece on that is like, try, and I do it too. I'm not perfect. We all do it. It's been drilled into us for years to be a certain size, to be beautiful. But we've seen throughout history that that fluctuates, right? Like when we go back and like Marilyn Monroe, she was an eight or a 10 solid. And then somewhere along the way, like zeros and twos, like that was the beauty standard. And now it's fluctuating back up, right? And we go through this and it's all, you know, it changes in the evolution of time. But don't sell yourself short. Like when we have clothes, we make memories and we show up when we're present in our lives. So another story I'd like to share, I shared over the summer on my own podcast is, you know, when the seasons change and you're like, oh, summer's hard for a lot of people who do feel like we're not at the weight we want to be. And I was like, I don't have any jean shorts. I don't have any jean shorts, right? So I kept ruminating on the, I don't have jean shorts. And I kept attracting clients who were like, Katie, I just need you to buy me jean shorts. And I was like, okay, I hear you. Like, let me buy myself jean shorts. And the problem that a lot of us are running into is that when we buy shorts, a lot of times we have to go up a size than our regular jeans because jeans have a lot more fabric. They hang, gravity pulls them down for whatever reason. It's just 
a lot of times when you get shorts, you got to size up for the way that they're cut and made. And I was having a really hard time buying a 14. I've never been a size 14. And I was like, why? And I'm like, Katie, this is exactly what your clients are telling you when they get on the phone. And I'm telling them, don't worry about the size. Don't worry about the size. And then I said to myself, okay, what are your goals this summer? Like my goals this summer was to create space in my business so I could actually hang out with my kids and go play mini golf and go to the movies, go to the pool and go to the beach. What are you going to wear when you go play mini golf or you go to the pool or the beach? Probably some jean shorts. So if you don't have the jean shorts, you're not going to go play mini golf. You're not going to go to the pool. Next thing you know, the summer's going to be over and you're going to be sitting back saying, well, next summer, next summer, I'll lose the weight and I'll wear the clothes and you'll get it. But you don't know if you're going to have next summer or not in reality. And I don't want to lose that time because my son's getting old quick. I only have five more summers. I can't keep saying next summer because then he'll be going to college. And it was such an aha moment for me. So I bought the shorts (laughs) and we did all the things. And who, when I was playing mini golf with my kids at any moment in time, was I thinking like, oh, these are a size 14. I really wish they were a 12. Hell no. I was thinking this is amazing. And I'm so glad I bought these shorts because I feel cute. I feel confident and I'm ready to take my kids out and have a good day. Yes. And, and that, it, that was my point that, you know, we, we rob ourselves from time and yeah. it's just like, oh my God, we don't know if we have tomorrow. And it might, yeah. be, it sounds deep, but it is true. You know, it is. And like, your journey, we have all had similar things come up in our journey where it becomes really obvious. Or maybe it's, I had someone reach out to me recently who um, they had a family member, a young family member close to them pass away. And they were like, oh my God, I see where I'm not. Like if you, if one of your goals is to have date nights with your husband and you don't have date night clothes, you're not going to go to date night. You'll make up a thousand other excuses. You won't blame it on your clothes. You'll say, well, it's too hard to get a babysitter. We don't really have the money. There's nowhere to go. I'm tired. But I bet you, if you had some really cute date night clothes, you find a babysitter (laughs) and you're not going to be tired because you're going to feel great in those clothes anyway, right? So you get the energy, you get the time back and you get to create the memories. And at the end of the day, I love what you said about like, we're always focused on the past or the future. That helps you be present now. It helps you create those memories now. So like, ah, I love everything you're saying. I'm right on board with you. And you know what? One of the things, well, I meditate a lot. And one of the reasons why I meditate and I journal and I do all this amazing energy work is to really create the space in my head for the energy that I want. And I think the closet, it's kind of like that same way. And I mean, you might think differently, but I see it like, why not remove the things that you're no longer using and create the space for that person that you want to be, that energy, that like that excitement, like you said, I, I want to create the space to, um, to go uh, on a date night. Well, if you have the right clothes, you are going to find a way to. You can find a way. <laughs> yeah, you will find a way. I'll babysit for you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find a way because you're going to be excited about that energy that is in that closet. You know, you get, oh my God, I can't wait to wear those shoes. I can't wait to wear that blouse or those pants or whatever it is. And I think it's kind of like the same thing, you know, that I use um, journaling and meditation internally, but on a physical level, like my closet, anything that I don't use 
in a year or maybe two years, I put a deadline to it and I donate it because I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to use it. Um, I really don't hold on to things. And that is one of the things that I clean. And it just feels so good that it goes to somebody else. And I just love it. I mean, I, I don't know if that makes sense, that analogy, but <laughs> it makes sense in my head. Oh, it makes sense to me. I literally was like, new podcast episode, cleaning out your closet is like cleaning out your mind. (laughs) Yes, literally, because you make space, you know, for that person that you are right now. And there there is, and all of my clothes goes to my sister and my sister is listening to this podcast. (laughs) She's going to be like, hell yes. (laughs) And I'm just like, here it is, the clothes, here's for your daughters or yourself. And they get all excited because it's new clothes and they get to wear it, you know? And I mean, it's just like, it feels so good when it goes to someone that, you know, they appreciate and they're going to use it. And, And then you get to create, you know, the space for the new things that are coming. Mm, I love that. That's such an amazing strategy. Really, that's something I've been leaning into people lately is like having style or being stylish or whatever word you want to use there. It's not luck. Some of us are naturally into it, right? Like, you know, something we were drawn to, but also a lot of intention goes into it. We have strategy behind the scenes that no one's seen. Like I very strategically think about what color lipstick I'm going to wear, but it's always attached to what I'm doing that day. How do I want to feel? Like if I've meditated and like there's this new goal I want to achieve or how do I want to feel? <laughs> Which is what it usually is. Like if I have a long day, like, okay, well, I'm going to wear that lipstick that constantly is giving me that energy boost. So when I see myself on Zoom for eight hours, I don't look like bored or tired. I look like how I want to feel on the inside, what I want people to know about me and also what I want to know about myself. And you know what? One thing you should give us, um, you should share that tip that you share with me. We're not going to share all the tips. If you want to, you have to contact Katie. (laughs) But I'll share this tip, uh, which I never put attention to it. And right now that you mentioned Zoom, I bought a few items that you recommend. And I never focused, you know, on and how I look on Zoom. Like I, I'll dress up and 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 ha- did my hair, my makeup, and my clothes. And all of my clothes was black. And and yeah, I wasn't really like like popping out on, on those Zooms. And I think it's just so important um to really focus on what is that we're wearing and just being mindful, I guess, of now today, like the world that we are so much on Zoom, like how to pick up a few um, nice tops, like the ones that you pick, they all have something going on in the shoulders and they are lighter color. They're not black. So thank you so much for that tip. Yeah. I think it's important because when we're on Zoom, we don't get the physical connection. I can't read all of your body language and I love reading body language, right? So I can literally only see you from like chest up. So I have to be really paying attention to your eyes. It's so much easier to be distracted, right? Because I'm not physically with you. I can hear other things that are going on in my house. There's like just so much. So that's why I think dressing for Zoom is actually more important than not, where a lot of us are like, well, it's just Zoom. I can just wear whatever. And you absolutely can. I have on sweatpants right now, but I did my hair. I have on my jewelry. I have on my lipstick. Because yes, I want to be comfortable because I am in my home, but I also want to be connected and present for you. And if I'm too comfortable, 
I'm not like really rooted. And then if I'm not really rooted in this conversation, you're not really rooted in this conversation. We're all bored. We're all burnt out on some level. Like it really helps me create real depth and connection with the other person. I think when I show up and then for anyone who's listening that wants um, like just a quick style tip on that too, is cameras dulled anything down. So like in real life, I might be in the mirror and be like, that lipstick is so over the top. <laughs> and it is, and I love that. But then know that when you get on Zoom, it's going to be toned down because cameras always tone things down. So they're never as bright. Well, at least Zoom cameras, right? Because we're streaming. So it's compressing the video. So nothing is, it might look really big and loud in real life. It's not going to come through that big and loud as it is on Zoom, but it will create deep connection with the person and it will keep their attention, right? Like it's easy to get distracted when you're on Zoom all day and doing a thousand things. And our culture is very distracting right now in general. So that's one of the things, I, reasons I like to lean into Zoom and like always dress up because it helps me. It helps the person I'm connecting with. And it just feels good when reality is I'm just sitting in my house and I can hear my kid downstairs screaming at video games. <laughs> and you know what? That is so true because here I am looking at your jewelry, like your necklace, your earrings and your lipstick. And that is something that it's popping up. And, I, and you do get drawn to that. You know, you're like, oh, look at her earrings. Oh, I like her necklace. Oh my God, look at her makeup. And I mean, I can see how people can get drawn. And you have something going on so amazing right now. Oh my God. Tell us about this. So I just launched a brand new ebook and it's called How to Shop Like a Stylist. So I've taken like this whole process over the last two years where I've been helping ladies like dig in, find themselves, figure out how um, to clean out their closets, what to shop for. And I put it into an ebook. So it's basically like my whole process boiled down into an ebook. Then I took it a step further and I really focused on this fall coming up, fall, winter 2022, and laid out everything you can expect to see when you're shopping, what colors you're going to find at retailers, what silhouettes are going to be really popular this fall, what trends are coming down the pipeline. And I packed it full of tips on how you get to decide like why those trends matter, if they matter to you or not, how really good actionable tips to work them into every day, what I like to call adult outfits. <laughs> People say to me all the time, like, I don't want to be trendy because they don't know how to pull the outfits together. But like, if you're eyeing a trend and you love it, like I have some really good tips for like how to actually wear it, not off the runway, but like in real regular uh, life. So it's got a complete false trend report. I have done for you outfit looks formulas. So like, if you're not sure, I actually just went ahead and created the looks for you and you can shop them directly out of the book. So I've never done anything like this before. I'm super excited. So I just launched it. It's katiejuststyled.com backslash how to shop. And you can grab that style guide, how to shop like a stylist. So it's on sale for $29. But because I love you so much, um, I do have a code for people who are in the squad. So especially podcast listeners, because I have a podcast. So I love my podcast listeners. So if you use the code squad, it's 33% off. So it's basically 10 bucks off and it brings it down to $19. So you get all of that, like literally the whole process boiled down into a book for $19. 
That's just amazing because I know the work that you do. So I just can't wait to go get my copy and I'll put all of that information underneath the show notes. And oh my God. And for um, someone who is listening and they're like, oh, I need to connect with her. um, Where is the best place to follow? Yeah. So you can follow along on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. So Katie Allen Stylist. Let me put this in the show notes. And if you also love podcasts, um, I do run a podcast every week as well um, called Style for Life. So it's really just about how we use style, mindset, body confidence, mental wellness, the whole lifestyle that comes with this of just like feeling good in our bodies, being amazing women, doing amazing things who want to feel good and change the world. (laughs) Yeah. And I love your podcast. I love your newsletters as well. So I'll put a link to that as well. You're just such an amazing human being. And um, and I just can't wait to see what's coming for you. And I have um, one more question. And that is yeah. a question that I ask every single one. That is, if you had a magic wand, what impact would you make in the world, Katie? Oh, gosh. If I had a magic wand, what impact would I make in the world? I think The thing that I'm really hot on right now is women just really understanding what they're really worth. And someone said this to me yesterday and it really changed my mindset. She said, I've been dreaming of you. Not like I've been wanting someone like you and then I found you. And that I was like, who, me? Like you must've picked the wrong person. But someone out there is struggling with the exact same thing that you're struggling with or needs the service that you're offering in the world. So keep showing up because that person's waiting for you to show up and you are so inherently worthy of it and you so deserve it. And just like baby step it every single day because you are changing people's lives behind the scenes with like out even realizing it. So I just want everyone listening to just hear that, like whether you're a business owner, a mom, you work a corporate job, a aunt, a sister, like whatever that is, just continue to show up and just let your light shine because someone is watching you and they need to see that so they can remember that about themselves. Oh, that is so, so beautiful. And you know what? I'm going to put underneath the show notes as well, the at the first episode you and I had, because we did went deeper in reference to um, the backstory, you know, just uh, how you became a, a stylist and all of that amazingness that um, you share with us. So I'll link the first um, because we did went deeper into your story. This episode was just for fun to bring you back because a lot of people ask for you. And I was just like, yeah, I hire someone to to dress me. And they're like, go. And it was such an amazing experience. And I have other events coming up. So I just can't wait to share with you the knowledge or the feedback. I'm sorry from them. I just can't wait to share with you that feedback. I know it's going to be amazing. The other suits are, I'm not going to share them with you, but I'll share the photos later. Um, But they're amazing too. They are crazy out of my comfort zone as well, but I'm just so excited. Awesome. Thank you so much. I love connecting with you on the podcast all the time. And you've been on mine. I'm going to get you back on mine in the new year and we'll reconnect. And thank you so much for having me today. Oh my God. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. 